0: take two welcome to welcome to you know what what's something that happened today that you wish you could just do over
1: are you actually asking me just let's put it out there um whatever happened when i got out of the bath because my wrist is
0: fucked up now wrists are amazing wrists I didn't and did you roll it just a little bit and they're like i'll be i'll be remembering that for about two years yeah
1: i don't know i just got out of the bath and my wrist was like i, I sorry i did and now i'm um i'm dealing with the repercussions of that also i got five hours to sleep
0: so you needed some you need some big beats to keep you awake huh
1: i will say on the i i <laughs> i've exercised to this album twice <laughs> once on the bike no <coughs> dice once yeah, on, no the dice on the bike. very good dice okay, very good very good
0: difficult. hey chemical brothers very good dice we are at no skips I'm Jack. I'm Lisa. I she usually does the intros. I just wanted to switch it up a little bit. I
1: do. Well, because I never I, I run the I, I man the battleship over here, the laptop. I love my sense. I also makes, love my MacBook Pro.
0: <laughs> it makes sense you'd be running the running the decks. Um yeah, so this is no skips. We are a husband and wife team that love music. And Lisa liked to just listen to singles as a lot of music is enjoyed nowadays but i kept saying hey there are some uh, amazing bands that have amazing albums So let's listen to them as albums so no skipping even though we have our deep desires to skip sometimes mm-hmm. not a lot of research that's not true no, I'm, we I'm, do i'm, uh, I'm just we, cracking up yeah. people just people okay oh, look for, yes, as yes. compared to say a professional music podcast look we're having this is fun. for our entertainment only not
1: yours this is true this is nothing this is nothing to do
0: about you nothing you thought you thought this
1: was about you psych bitch you thought you thought um this was genuine okay so just a reminder this was a new year's resolution i had and then i and then within hours i had the idea to so my idea
0: Could 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 my husband do some work
1: well i was like let's (laughs) turn it into a podcast i was like i'll do it as a podcast i was like wait no one wants to just hear me talk
0: be, that'd be weird I would be really interested about minute 13 on the third episode what that sounded like a you flying solo because I feel like it could get into some really weird terrain very quickly well
1: there's only one way to find well, out one
0: way to find out flying solo oh the two least listened to episodes <laughs> of our whole discography <laughs> is... you think
1: people are here for you they are they no. love you
0: no, not not, your... not unbroken. It's all about the chemistry. That's true. That's true.
1: Yeah. I'll give you, you that. I'm pretty great. So last week that's not what I said. Last week we <laughs> covered Queen and I at the opera. Oh boy.
0: Oh boy. Oh hey, boy. Maybe come back. Maybe if I if maybe I buy myself a pork pie hat and I'll come back to it. And I'm like, man. I would love some megaphone action. Maybe that album, because I, mm. I, I, I believe that. Okay, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before. I think bands are like trains.
1: Mm. Okay,
0: they start somewhere, they end up somewhere very different most of the time. If you're lucky, where the band starts and where you get on and where you get off are like, are, are is the whole ride. Most of the time, it's not the whole ride because artistic proclivities, being what they are. You know, this the spirit takes it where 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 it will. You know, it sometimes you, even your most beloved band. Sometimes you have to say, you know what, I gotta get off here. Yeah. No, no, no hate. I got right? off.
1: I got off um, of the death tones train in yeah. like two thousand six, and that's okay. Six.
0: And that's okay. Like sometimes, sometimes it's a very short ride. Sometimes you start slamming the stop requested, <laughs> like
1: <laughs> unsubscribe a couple
0: of, a couple of uh, you know a couple of minutes in. But you know the bands you love. If you're really if you're really fortunate and you're really sort of you know, in on their spirit, you get to ride it the whole way through. Queen's Queen's just not my train. Queen is not my train. I loved.
1: Queen is the bus that you had to get on whenever the train was broken it's down. A, it's a
0: municipal train. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a municipal. Uh, that, that's no. not true. Queen is great. Um, my friend. <laughs> um, it's just that and I. The opera as a whole was not great. My friend Shane, uh, fellow Storm Chaser friend, was saying that that Bohemian Rhapsody was not the greatest track. On that album, I was like, "You sir, could not be more wrong." I was like, "What's what's his what's his faves?" The Prophet song. (gasps) I was like, "Sir,
0: (laughs) interesting." Going hard in the paint for the Prophet song. Powerful.
1: That's a a hell of a hill to die on. (laughs) Anyway, that was last week. We're not doing that anymore. We're not there. That's this week. This is this week. We're doing the Chemical Brothers' "Exit Planet Dust," a night was it 1995 release, June 95, I believe. Yeah, big. June, I have, I actually do have some. It's June twenty sixth, nineteen ninety five. This is like a giant fifty minute long trip to the club. Yeah, in your face, in your face, in your face. Um, this is okay. Okay, let I me say, just how, let, how let, to how to hit you. Let's just let's just let's just, let's just a little bit of uh, administrative stuff real quick. This <laughs> is this is the last album we're gonna do that doesn't have lyrics because I cannot latch on to. An album without lyrics. Are so there no
0: more lyricless albums? Is that what we're the signing one, up for? The, correct. Wow. What
1: was left was Bitches Brew and Mark. I'm so sorry, but I, I'm gonna have to nick- not 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 because they're not good albums, but because you I just have I a hard cannot, time
0: like grappling and talking about I it. I
1: can't be with it. Okay. If it doesn't I, I you and I learned a lot from like the nine inch nails week that mm. I am deeply impacted by lyrics. I'm sure. deeply my mood is deeply affected by music. Mm yours sure. is not as much if yeah. there are no lyrics i'm just i'm i'm like waiting for my train <laughs> and then the train the to, yeah. train is just like one long train that has it's just pulling through the station nonstop. there's okay. nothing really happening okay. i was like well, i okay. can't get on
0: can't and get on. Um, why don't you have, why doesn't this train have any doors <laughs> the lyrics are doors <gasps> Door. what? Oh, Wow. Oh. <laughs> the, listener, uh, OST. <laughs> and the, the, the listener right now oh, how much longer are they going to belabor this train metaphor we're Hope gonna do it, it for doesn't. a while <laughs> it's gonna go for a while
1: didn't we do something like this with craft work
0: i mean oh no that was just no that was there, there is there trans
1: is no, european trans- that itself was trans- a train Europe Express.
0: right it was a train but i think that that is a good clue into some of the albums that you didn't quite connect with not to say that you would have connected otherwise if it was just wall-to-wall lyrics but you did you were like
1: it needs if, to be a happy medium yeah
0: but if there weren't that many lyrics you'd be like you'd be like wrap it up like
1: <laughs> right exactly so i i have some notes very few notes i i um i, I really want to so like a lot of the show is going to be jack talking which is his favorite It's going to be d- yes. amazing, but I know that from here on out, we're going to have to just bail on that. It, additionally, I I've also learned from this that I need, there's a sweet spot. Um, when I love rap, but when it comes to, dissecting these albums because mm. they are like you said wall-to-wall lyrics and there's a lot going on there i have a right there's a, a density threshold sure yes so i have a difficult so it's like i'm just maybe i'm just lazy i need to be intrigued but i'm a little lazy. i don't true, know it's not lazy it, well, well, you don't say that's true I,
0: I hear what you're saying no 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 I'm. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like the whole thing with when people realize with twitter that the original character limit people are like the crazy part about the character limit on twitter is that because of the way the language is constructed, Japanese and Chinese users—I guess there are not any Chinese users, but Japanese users—could say more because mm. each, uh, right, each symbol was like a word, right? We'll so it, look at you. So the the idea that like the the structure of rap itself, unless they're really kind of stretching it out, most rappers aren't like that
1: kanye kanye i can connect with because he, he sure right. he, his is not is so lower. dense right mm-hmm. it's if, good it's effective it's strong right. and it's cohesive and it's right it's great
0: right but it's true yeah. that some of those the the, the the sort of the flow is like i feel like i need to sit down and right. actually dig into this right. which is which is more than you can charitably do in a week Right. And I Especially was, when they yeah. go long, like Outcast Dancone. I was
1: so what, disappointed in my performance on that one, but I was just like, there's so much. Right. There's that's, so that's much. Three yeah.
0: shows worth. Right. Really.
1: Anyway, enough. Chemical okay, Brothers. So, Let's so, go to Chemical Brothers.
0: Well, the ground rules.
1: They, Yeah, those are the ground rules. Uh, <clears throat> Chemical Brothers are made up of two dudes named Ed Simons and Tom Rollins. Mm-hmm. They were also formerly known as the Dust Brothers and the 237 Turbo Nutters.
0: That, that, that one I didn't know. That's on that's Wikipedia. I don't know
1: how much that's
0: true, but I should look it up. So this that that right there, the fact that they were like, oh no, what we'll do we'll call ourselves the Dust Brothers, which if you know hip hop, you know there already were Dust Brothers. I did not know. They that. I've mentioned them on this show already. They they produce Paul's boutique. They oh. produced a little... Probably most people know the Dust Brothers because they did a little soundtrack for a little film called Fight Club. That's wall Damn. to wall. That's, that was their... F-
1: that was Dust Brothers? That was the Dust Brothers.
0: Mm, wow. And they helped produce a little album called Beck's Odeley. So they were... Like a pretty big deal through the 80s and 90s, but as producers, not necessarily as as musicians. Right. But, but that to me is what's so interesting is to going to this album in 95 is we think of the 90s. We think about the later part of the 90s, which even then I was there. The Internet was not what it is now. You know, right. the world is still a big place. And sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we artificially sort of limit ourselves to thinking it's a big place because of a, a bunch of idiots are c- better connected and yelling at each other more than ever. But it's still a big place, and regionalism and being connected in person makes a difference. And in 95, the internet was a very small place, and the Chemical Brothers get their start. Excuse me, the Dust Brothers have no idea that there's a producer duo also called the Dust Brothers. Mm. So they call themselves the Dust Brothers because I don't know anyone... You, you, well, ha- Think about that. Think
1: about trying how to clear. How would a... you know that in the midnight, early mid nineties? Yeah. You're trying it to would...
0: clear. A... Hey, do you know anyone? <laughs> you hey. go around. You ask your ask your mates. Do mate,
1: you, wanna... mate, hey. you know? you know? <laughs> you know we bought. You know we bought shit. I can't even. I can't. I don't it, know how to say goes, anybody in a British. It goes immediately British Australian. Australian. Goes how do you say anybody though. like a British person?
0: They would say anyone. Anyone.
1: Anyone. Any would? Would they ever say? Okay, that's enough. We'll take that that's offline.
0: Enough. We'll circle. Cut we'll it, circle back. Cut, cutting, cutting that. Um, okay. So. Anyway, yeah. You you just ask people. That's what. That's how people resolve disputes and ask questions. Do I look it up in a dictionary or an encyclopedia? It, I guess I just Is it in won't the Encyclopedia know. Britannica? And I'm, I guess I just won't know that. And so you asked your mates. Is anyone? Have you ever heard of anyone called Dust Brothers? Oh, I don't think that's taken. We'll be we called the Dust Brothers. That's awesome. And then they pressed uh, one of their like their first white label. Uh, vinyls. Oh, I wonder what that goes like for. Club. Exactly. Oh my gosh, uh, amazing! And one of I, I, I reading this up um, in a little biographical sketch. The, one of the early people that they put it in front were like 111 BPM. I can't put this in the club. Like it was too. There was of course Chemical Beats, which is in the middle of this album. Is like one of their first and like signature pieces. Yeah. That kind of sketched the way forward for them, because it's not, it's not, f- it's not for for club music as already existed mm-hmm. in the '90s. It's something different. It's like it it hits the beats heavier, and yet it's not hip hop, right? Yeah. And so that's one of the interesting things where it's neither fish nor fowl. Chemical Brothers, if you're not familiar, and I think you are. There's a certain ubiquity to more music that sounds like this. But yeah. This is 1995. Things didn't sound like this in 1995. No, the, yeah, there was,
1: there was this wave. I mean, I mean, as someone who grew up uh, born in 85, paid attention to MTV during the time that they actually played music, and these songs and these videos showed up. Oh, yeah. but you're like, what is this? And there, right. it, it was just like, it was always like a blip on the radar. It was mm-hmm. never anything huge, at least not to me, because I wasn't, th- this wasn't my cup of tea, but it was always. It was sometimes there, not always there. It was sometimes yeah. there, and you could see. I remember it would just like pop up on the radar. it would be like the mm-hmm. the "Hey Boy, Hey Girl" song, the um, sure the one with the person in like the leopard suit smashing the the
0: yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah like that that track. That was great, <laughs> and um, it was just there, and it's just like, what is this? Yeah, and, and and who does this appeal to, and what are drugs? Right,
0: and that's that's really the whole. And as a young and tender teenage boy, I didn't understand that. It's like this music is meant to be played, th- that like that plus like like Daft Punk, right? French right. House, right? Yeah, 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 all this big beat stuff and Daft Punk, not knowing that it's meant to be played at like shatter your ribcage volume loud yeah. and probably under the the effect of club drugs. Right, right. right. Those that's your sort of your target market, and yeah, if if you're yeah, yeah. If your audience isn't on a club drug, they're thinking about and being very like reminiscent, like, oh, man, this is going to be great. Um, right. Right. But it is in the club. Just it's just like people are like, man, you never saw Zeppelin live right when you had the chance. It's mm-hmm. like it's sort of like that, as I imagine. I've never been to that. I've never been to the club, like as it's understood. Capital C Club, like clubbing you happened in UK in Texas.
1: Do you want to go? Do you want to go clubbing with me in, uh, in Austin?
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't, you? Even, can't even pass the door. Oh my gosh! They go, mom and dad, go home. Are you my mom? Are you my dad? I and am I'll now. go. Yes, son. Drink some water. Drink some water. Get out of here. Get out of here. Okay, so through. the the
1: since there there are some good songs on this album. They're all very good songs. It is one cohesive giant song in so many ways. Yeah. What I want to know, more, so yeah. so you delegated a good chunk of this list to me. You suggested Chemical Brothers, Exit Planet Dust. Is it because of the fact that this was kind of on the forefront of the big beat movement, or what was the what was the 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 draw of needing the, or, or or suggesting this album right. for the
0: list? So so uh, kind of like what I was saying, it. A lot of music sounds like it now, mm-hmm. but not a lot sounded like it then. Right. So, so I, someone's got to be the
1: first. Right. Yeah.
0: And I, and so I, I think I think that because like looking back, I came in on the Comical Brothers ninety seven ninety eight. It was on. It was on. Um, there because as everyone was 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 really hyping up like oh the next big thing's going to be electronics, it's going to be dance music, it's yeah. Gonna be. And for a while, it kind of was partially because of the big beat stuff, partially because of groups like the prodigy
1: the prodigy mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> um, uh, massive attack a lot of UK centered kind of kind of stuff. I don't think I think that wave crested sooner than they were expecting but then I think the prominence of dance music and the like dancier alterations to pop just kind of grew over time. And then the lines blur so that you have some huge, huge electronic acts that are also very poppy and then huge pop acts that That are are, very electronic. That will dip in on electronic and club kind of influence stuff too. So I that to me, and especially because this particular formulation in the nineties, the big beat sound, which by which we're talking about Chemical Brothers. We're talking about the Crystal Method, which Crystal was Method, one of thank the rare you, the other band. American right. uh, s- groups in this set. Um,
1: Do they even count at the point? <clears throat> you have to be from British or get out. You have to be from British. You have to
0: be from British or get out. <laughs> oh Chemical Brothers, I'm Chemical so Brothers, tired. Uh, Crystal Method, um, Fatboy Slim, mm. another UK producer, right? Um, and there are. So- I'm trying to think of some of the other ones, but you've covered you- a good you know chunk of them. them. Yeah. Oh,
1: right, 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 right. So, okay, so it was because of the, yeah, the, so, yeah. there was, um, again, my completely fucked up American dream or, or memory of any kind of, like, house, techno, or in this case, big beat kind of sound is almost primarily associated with going into Old Navy oh, in sure. the 90s, sure. which is such a weird place to have these things <laughs> tied to, but I would, I remember, listen, they had a lot of, like... Mm-hmm not this kind not this level sure but in that wheelhouse and right. so these anything like this always makes me feel like am I am I shopping for some ill-fitting <laughs> bell bottoms at the moment I would say
0: Jenko Jenko is never far away I need I need to get right. a, I need to get like the the little uh little flop hat from the guy from the new the the uh, the
1: uh the bucket
0: hat yeah a little bucket hat I need a bucket yeah. hat and some maybe some cashmere gets involved i don't know it's yeah, absolutely. the 90s it's the 90s it's the
1: 90s so okay <clears throat> so um yeah i i mean i'm i'm out of show notes because i i i don't know how to talk about each track because they are just one uniform i mean not uniform they are one right. long beautiful good track i would say my favorite yeah, track so what,
0: what 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 stands out to you chico's groove Is my favorite. Is my favorite. Every time it came on, on, I
1: was like, I am really liking this a (laughs) lot. And I remembered the uh, song, song for the siren or of the siren. What is it? Yeah, with that one, the manipulated
0: vocal sample is really strong because it 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 it, it blurs. What I love about that is it it, it it blurs like what the manipulation is there right because it's like that's not a natural voice but I can't pick out is it like is it reversed out halfway mm-hmm.
1: through it was reversed like, I believe I read that I it was a reverse oh the whole
0: thing was just reversed and it just sounds okay that that, that I think so it, I
1: believe I saw it on the Wikipedia page but that one sure. that track I actually remembered from you like you've
0: you oh, sure you've I've had I've, that
1: playing enough in the background I was like oh this one okay this is because you always just play yeah, stuff I played. you're for anyone listening david who's always like jack's music <laughs> musical taste is so you know specific it's like yeah it not i mean not specific but like it goes deep sure it goes like black web or bla- not black web deep dark, web. Dark, dark web dark web, web not black <laughs> web dark web sorry guys dark black web dark yeah Ego's goes dark web and it's just like you just know stuff i don't know and you just pull it out, and it's so good all the time.
0: Well, and but part of it is you have to have the deep catalog. You have to have the yeah. songs you don't always reach for, but you reach for knowing that it's a certain kind of occasion. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. The, that's whole. You know. And so, yeah, song to song to the siren. So um, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna hand this off to you now to kind of walk me through. Yeah, it just the ins and outs again. Of this because, the, there's neither fish yeah. nor
0: fowl. It's not. It's not the like. Because by 95, you had already... So if you've never seen it before, there was something that we were adored in early college years, which is the early 2000s, which was called Ishkur's Guide to Electronic Music. And That
1: sounds familiar.
0: I'm sure I've showed it to you, but it's, yeah. it's a blast. He finally did come out with his revised um, 2.0 Guide. I don't remember mm-hmm. getting as crazy into it, but part of the joke is that you can start cutting subgenres of electronic music almost on a per track basis. Mm. Like it just gets it just gets silly. Mm-hmm. And yet there are still definite movements and sometimes those movements take, you know, take and get out there and then fizzle out as fast as they form. But in the nineties, things were slower. And like we said, they got their start by pressing vinyl and then distributing, like sending them, mailing them. UK is a small place, right? right? It's fractious and, you know, there's, it's it's very culturally dense, but it's a small place. And so they were able to get exposure in a place where a lot of kind of, you know, uh, big figures in music we're getting exposed and then we'd be like oh my gosh what is this right because yeah. it's <clears throat> and I, again it just makes me laugh the idea of a, of a of a 111 bpm track being too slow <laughs> for 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 like club play but right. it, but it makes sense because heretofore dance music which this is dance music and yet i think it starts to point the way especially with like say crystal method Big beat could almost be really relabeled like 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 commercial electronic or like or like cinematic electronic, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like yeah. there are and, and later you know bands like um, oh, it's failing me. But this this is a sound that had sort of continued, and a lot of people know, especially the Crystal Method. Mm. You may have never listened to the Crystal Method's uh, album, but you know Busy Child, you know you know a trip like i do right like you've heard these songs in commercials and in movies and mm-hmm. like oh here's something badass happening you hear these kinds of songs and like chemical brothers especially on their second album um block rocking beats right just got played cuz it's just again it's there's a certain mood slow it down a little bit hit heavier not Always the <laughs> t's, 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 t's club, right? Kind of the thing. Old Navy,
1: exactly. The Old Navy club, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So right. that was take me to Spencer's.
0: Th- so and and looking back on again, it's ninety seven, ninety eight. Um, I got in on dig your own hole, which I I was tremendously impressed with. Immediately went out and bought like their EPs, and then bought this album. And in some ways, I like it better because of how coherent. Like I'd never. I don't know if I had been exposed at that point to a record that does have a, quite a number of the tracks blend seamlessly, have it all mixed seamlessly. Yeah, yeah, yeah which That's is, true. Which is a common thing in but a lot of this music. Not necessarily, I don't think. Well, again, we, we. I mean, we played Pink Floyd, right? Like, in, it, depending, well, depending yeah. on on your genre and and your exposure, and which you know, I was a kid in high school, so it was it was kind of limited. But that to me was like, whoa like what's what's going on here and and because I, I even though i couldn't articulate what i was liking again without the uh, without the sort of signifiers of understanding that you're supposed to play this music like earth shatteringly loud mm-hmm. on good speakers and probably also have an altered consciousness <clears throat> the music had to stand away from that um you know, that that framework. Now, granted, the Chemical Brothers, it's right there in the name. Mm-hmm. They, of course, after realized they got the cease and desist letter from the Dust Brothers, changed their name to Chemical Brothers, um, uh, basically off of Chemical Beats, right. which is, you know, their, their, right. their signature on, early, yeah. early track that's in the middle of the album, track six, um, which I think is honestly not a standout for me personally. No, not for me it's either. It's fun, but it's I, I actually think they sequenced it quite well in the middle because it comes out of the gate strong and the, the the flow of the first three or four tracks, I remember just... And I can still listen to it now. There's just mm-hmm. an effortless sort of flow to it. Right. And then by the time you're kind of like, all right, I need to like take a breather the album appropriately you know takes a breather like that's that's the neat thing about that I mean I know and I understand what you're saying as far as when when the music doesn't have lyrics you can kind of evaluate production or you know cleverness or the sound or you know certain other kind of musical aspects but it's like (sighs) electronic music is different that way I, uh, yeah, you know, I, I
1: feel like maybe Bitches Brew would be able to present enough for me to latch on to because of the it's jazz, right? Yeah, yeah, jazz, jazz is different.
0: Jazz is different.
1: Dance, dance, big beat is big beat. And well, it's like, there's yeah. there's a, there's a uh, jazz when... can, jazz can speak to you. Oh, for sure, yeah.
0: absolutely. I, I would I, just, I would say part of part of what happens with w- with a lot of electronic music is specifically once we get into the digital era mm. of electronic music. Right. There is a I mean just as as it is now, right? Like take a take a modern example of something like future funk, right? Future funk is is a, a really a, on its face very cookie cutter kind of amalgam of okay, we're going to take some Japanese funk records and speed it up to like French house tempo, mm-hmm. and you know, and then and then you know side chain to duck the bass, like like you do in French house. It's a simple recipe, and it's almost always a great time. Look yeah. up future funk; it's a good time. You look up future future funk uh, playlists on on YouTube, and you're like, I'm having a blast. Right. But there is that quality to it where people are like, well, "This is kind of disposable," and it's like, "Well, that's the thing about computers; they're very good at automating some things." And so when you even see it here. This is 1995, and there's this quality of like, we're not even going to bother quite naming the song. What's this called? This is the chemical beat. This is the fuck up beat. This is yeah. the, you know? Chico's Groove. Chico's Groove. And this is a little bit more, you know, but th- there is an automated quality. And yeah, I don't know. It's not to say that it still isn't take tremendous, tremendous skill, and it, especially right. in the nineties, yeah. you were having to fight with the computers, all this sort of the digital aspect, wheeling out way, your Hewlett Packard oh on like
1: one of those AV cards in school.
0: <laughs> there is, I mean, the the, the, the cover of um, the first Fatboy Slim record, I think, is a is a is a three and a half inch, you know, diskette. Oh yeah. But like that's appropriate because that's how he stored his samples. He has all these little like there's a there's a there's a photo you can find of Fat Boy's like um sampling and sequencing rig, and it's a computer with these like little shelves of all these little discs. And it's so wild. Not that I didn't play games that way, because I did in the 90s, Right. but the thing is with these discs is they had a certain number of read-write cycles, and they would corrupt pretty badly, pretty quickly, and and sometimes without warning. It's the idea of trying to make music by manipulating samples and cutting samples and finding them, and then putting them on these tiny little fragile discs Hmm. was in some ways crazier to me than like dj shadow manipulating you know vinyl samples by sampling from an actual physical vinyl grabbing a sample and then right. storing it in a you know in a in a sampler it's just it's just crazy it's a, that's that's a, that's a part of the electronic thing that like now you know the tools just make it easier but it's right. not to say it's going to make it better so correct I
1: don't know. Yeah, there definitely seems like there was a lot of skill involved here because they, they essentially got their start by doing a DJ set, mm-hmm. right? And, and kind of being like, um, I don't know how to say it, but like they were they were stationary features at this really popular residency. residency yeah. is what I'm looking for. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Were, they had a residency at this club that was pretty yeah. popular for stuff like this and it ended up being a launch pad for them. But, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, what a... What an amazing thing to be able to Absolutely. do in the mid '90s, and, and it, I, but then to do this live again without without the MacBook Pros of today that yes. you can just kind of like yes. arpeggio your your heart out. You know, it's All like right. this is this is yeah, this is really really intense skill. Um, you said what was it? Track five is where it starts chilling out a bit. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Or is it Chico's groove? Yeah, so, it's after. Yeah. so the, yeah, the first the first section of the album felt like one big like. Carjacking scene from a '90s film. <laughs> like I was like, is right. it? Am I watching the Fast there, and the there Furious? Are, yeah,
0: there are movements. You know, right. there are distinct aspects, but it keeps the beat moving the whole time.
1: Right. This is this is the feeling I got the whole time. It was like I am part of a, <laughs> of a yeah a hijacking sequence of a car. Yeah. In the Fast and the Furious. No,
0: that's a nice way to put it. It nothing overstays its welcome. Unlike right. a lot of, and that's the trouble with a lot of electronic music. Right, is the propensity to play it all out in club length right like even lcd's sound system later you know even though he was more rock oriented would still put out these eight minute tracks and it's like that's for the single edit dog like don't put that on the album Mm -hmm. like yeah put you, you that's that's something that's cool here like even though i think a lot of their compositions and their sort of you know wizardry that they would employ later got a lot more sophisticated there's a there's a good grasp of it's like Okay, here's the idea. Here's a cool here's a great sample. Here's a here's a here's a great riff, here's a great groove, here it comes. We're gonna play it, we're gonna enjoy it. All right, this is over. I- exactly, like a DJ does. This is done. Let's put a new let's put a new record on and then we'll transition. Yeah. And that's what that that's what Exit Planet does does for most of its running time. It's like, hey, let's keep the party let's keep the party going. Like People that guys worked as DJs still gave you some of that experience um, in an album format. Yeah, and that was fun, especially as a you know again a little teenager that had no idea what clubs or you know, any of this stuff would like be played as. Or no, how how you. Well, as an it. American
1: watching this, being like, oh, right. what's right. going on over there in in British, <laughs> in the great land of the Brits? How's yeah. it going over there? It looks fun. It looks like fun. Yeah, it probably was. It probably was. Um, I don't have anything else to add about this album, only because I just I simply could not connect. Is there anything special that you wanted to call out about it or any special tracks? I hate to, I hate to go like wet fish on this, but like no,
0: I, but I, I hear what you're saying, and I'm I, I put it on there, so I should I should I should be the one defending it. Um, I what's fun for me as a listener is like, well, first of all, a little etymology. This is where I came in. The phrase, this is where I came in, was because in movies, people used to just roll up. Like, if you watch the, one of the movies that helped change this was Psycho. There, You watch, look up Psycho's trailer, and Hitchcock is like, a movie's so good, you're going to want to see it from the beginning. Excuse me? Because pe- what people would do was just, hey, I'll pay the ticket. Go in enjoy some air conditioning because it's the fucking 40s or whatever and you know you don't have air conditioning so this is the one place you go and you pass out i don't know uh you go and you just start watching like it's a tv like you just start watching whenever you roll up and then you would might watch until the part that oh this is where i came in that's what that That's phrase not how means. How you movies? That's exactly that. It was literally uh, it had to be a cultural shift in how people movies is. <laughs> and, and my that, understanding yeah, I could be wrong, but it. Psycho was a part of was the sort of the shift in that was wow. saying a movie so good you're gonna watch it from the start because you want to like know what's going on. Isn't that, is Unreal. that a wild idea? Unreal. I mean, so, but, I
1: mean, here we are doing... But but we are doing this for music now. Sure. I have not been good at listening to stuff from start to finish. I'm like, I'll just drop in right. wherever the hell. But so, that's
0: not the same. <laughs> so when I... When yeah. I but but I, I, I say that because I'm thinking... I've been thinking about that in terms of... As a music listener, as an appreciator of music, this is where I came in in terms of having the consciousness of... But everything's in a stream. And so... I knew "Exit Planet Dust," and I knew like I, I, you know, uh, uh, Auter, Autesher, you know, a million other ways that people say it. Um,
1: a U T E C H R E for anyone looking it up. Yes,
0: um, Auter. I came in on one of their very abstruse, which of course is is underplaying it. All their later work is very abstruse, but in like ninety eight, ninety nine, the EP. Psss, EP7, whatever the hell it's called. It's an EP. Um, but traced them all the way back to the early 90s. And that kind of started to give me a sense of what some of the early 90s kind of electronics scene kind of, kind of sort of, was like. But to listen to Exit Planet Dust and so, sort of recite it in terms of who were playing music. Like, that's why Downward Spiral was a huge deal for me. Because this is – it's like, okay, you've never heard this, but bet your ass every single other electronic music and many other non-electronic acts, everyone else that you were listening to at the time listened to this album. That makes – like, that's a big deal to Mm -hmm. me, right? And so to think about Exit Planet Dust and be like, okay, sure, this is 95 – what were the stuff? What what was coming just before? Or what was coming a lot before? Right. Because everyone knows everyone knows craft work, Everyone knows some do of they, the like Do they? In you know, electronic music, yes, Okay. Knows I work.
1: thought you were talking about like everybody. No, general. not generally. No.
0: no, no, no. They're they're pioneers. Um but it's like Well it's a, the the there's the old joke about the Velvet Underground, which is only fifty people bought their first album when it first came out every one of those 50 people started bands. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny yeah. joke. Yeah. But like Kraftwerk and some of these other sort of seminal acts are like that. And so, yeah, you can always trace back like, um, you know, for Big Beat stuff, you can trace back funk. You know, obviously Daft Punk is like super easy because French house is like, is, is it's, it's, there's a certain recipe there. Let's go and pilfer these classic 70s because – half of it is just sort of taking the slider back on when you were born right what music were you exposed to and what you're going to start to sort of take as the soil to make something new from but what's interesting to me is hearing the like some of the slower stuff revisiting this album and hearing some of the slower stuff and to me hearing things like enigma and some of the more like uh, new wave-ish 90s electric electronic yeah. stuff that right. i didn't really pay much attention to because a little bit before my time and even in the 90s they seemed a little pretty kind of cheesy and i didn't really just give them much thrift. everything
1: was cheesy in the 90s
0: unless, unless it was cool and hardcore and grunge and real True. you sell out are you are you real are you a fake are you are you a poser gosh gosh damn it <laughs> gosh, gosh damn it that's my favorite nirvana release um, <laughs> So that's a lot of uh to just say that um I still like this album which is crazy for an album you first heard in high school like yeah and not I, I well mean, that's
1: not that's not crazy I still feel that way about White Pony but that actually gave me lyrics to tie to so I don't I don't know there's a uh there's nothing lyricless from that era that's still really sticking with me interesting well that was an album. Right. Say, there's like some Final Fantasy tracks for some reason. I've never played Final Fantasy. It was just around me as a band nerd, and so I know some Final Fantasy tracks that sure. were. Sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I think if uh, w- the 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 final bit of of uh, autobiographical introspection will would, would be that um, the fact that we drove 45 minutes each way to high school. Oh, yeah, I had, a, I had a lot of damn time <laughs> to, I bet to you listen, did. to yeah? listen to music.
1: Yeah, that's true. You would have a lot of time. And yeah, you would be, but gosh, it's not as easy as it is now. I mean, you had to work to get new music in the 90s and sure. in the in early 2000s. Well, like we that. were and very then...
0: fortunate because Champaign-Urbana to this day, but, it, but certainly in the 90s, punched well above its weight for a small city. It's downstate Illinois, two and a half hours up from Chicago. But a lot of the bands that came to Chicago would come to Champaign and record service now long defunct but it was an incredible incredible local independent uh Mm. record store you could basically ask if they didn't have a demo unit you could ask to have any cd unwrapped and listened to what yeah
1: that's rad i feel like some did that some other stores i went to had that as well but yeah
0: yeah, no, it was, it was super cool, and they had great listening stations, and they just had, so once I had a couple of, like, sort of infection vectors of, like, going to Camp Aaron Danielson, God bless you, wherever you are, because I just remember I sat and I listened to Autiker, I listened to Smashing Pumpkins, I listened to Beck's Odile, I listened to a couple of these other, elect- I don't think he had homework, because I don't think homework was out at that point.
1: Homework by Daft Punk.
0: By by Daft Punk. But he had like some other kind of like either a soundtrack or a compilation of like insane UK stuff that I never would have come up against otherwise. And I remember liking some of the stuff. Uh, uh, Oh, propeller heads are also a huge... Oh my gosh, propeller heads. So the scene... the lobby scene in The Matrix is scored to a mm, Propeller Heads song. Okay. No one knows the Propeller Heads, but they, but they all know. they know that scene. They Well, they know, they know several Propeller Heads tracks, but same kind of thing. I I was exposed to a bunch of it. A lot of it I said, huh, whatever, no thank you, and gave him back his CDs in every single one of those albums I owned inside of a year. Hmm. And wow. and then those and then the same thing of just being like, do I like them? I'm just going to start to buy every other album of them I right. can find. Just just always spread out. And it was great reading the um, reading the uh, notes on the Chemical Brothers because their very first remix when they're you know electronic music very big on remixes, their very first remix was for, uh, Ju- I want to say his name is Justin Robertson, but his his stage name was under Lion Rock which a lot of fun sample-based, I, I love is the first album is called uh, Instinct for Detection and the B-side or the second disc had a Chemical Brothers remix and mm-hmm. I owned that album too and I was like, huh, Chemical Brothers remix, I wonder if this was, and it was in fact their very first remix. So oh, wow. So it's a funny, what it's, if, what if yeah, a little, yeah. To, to unknowingly, unwittingly have picked up Lion Rock and then um, that w- it was sort of a completed circle in terms of like part of this Really actually quite tight-knit, you know, kind of small UK scene. Uh, but I had no idea. I'm just, just going around buying buying records. As had you a pretty, do. Good, pretty good hit rate. Yeah, <laughs> it
1: sounds like it because you were way cooler than I was in high school. Well. Thanks, in Texas. You failed me again. <laughs> do you have a takeaway word for this album?
0: Um, flow. It's all about flow, right? Mine you is just...
1: drive. Nice. There's nice. a lot of driving beats here. There's this one felt good. Again, it felt it was a good one to listen to. Again, at six o'clock this morning, when I woke up and got on the elliptical and listened to this on headphones while sleepy and tired and hurting, it helped me get through it. Right on. Hell yeah. So driving. Um, so any parting remarks for Exit Planet Dust before we exit? Uh, Dust? Just check
0: them out. They've they're still going, and unlike which rock crazy. and roll, which is which is a young man's game and you're going to settle into the mid-tempo balladry kind of schlock you know, at a certain point in your career because it's hard to keep the stamina up of being a rock and roller. Right. Very few are gifted. Electronic music for whatever reason, probably because you just...
1: You get grandfathered in I, at I, some I, point.
0: I, I click the mouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's something about it. There's something about the way it's made. There, I would say that some of the bands that I got into, Underworld, the Chemical Brothers daft punk to a large degree although i didn't really care for their last one um wow i know throw down fight me um
1: no one will no one cares no one one got this far
0: (laughs) 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 only electronic music nerds um i just say to me like i haven't i haven't gotten on that stayed on that train with a couple brothers this whole literally 25 years of Mm -hmm. their journey don't say
1: those numbers out loud but okay
0: okay okay uh but every time I come back to them, it's like they've like they haven't fallen to pieces. They're still doing some cool stuff. So that that to me is is enough that like the, the a lot of these guys that I think people thought of as sort of flash in the pants are still doing fun stuff, fun, interesting work that's still fun to listen to and still has a, a lot of that spirit, uh, which is crazy to me. I yeah, don't, I don't know what I was expecting. Well, I
1: can't wait to see the nursing home for for uh retired musicians which is a bunch of people with you know synth keyboards (laughs) and a nice afghan
0: you have the you have the synth keyboard right there on the walker you don't even have to you don't even have to to stop playing as you as you totter around this is yeah here they come here comes (laughs) mr roberts (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> there's oliver there, there he goes <laughs> all right so that's chemical brothers exit planet dust we are switching gears entirely for next week hmm. i am i am i'm interested i'm intrigued i think you're gonna like it you think so okay i think so now for something completely different we're going to do simon and garfunkel <laughs> bridge over troubled water or just water waters water don't,
0: don't test me don't at me Bridge over some waters. Bridge, bridge, bridge and waters, volume three.
1: Volume troubled. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do Simon and Garfunkel because why the hell not? It was on the list. You got
0: to. Yeah. They're so towering. They're so Are towering. They? Absolutely. I don't
1: know. Just, I, c- I cannot think of two dippier names than Simon and Garfunkel.
0: Wow. Starting off on the right foot, I see.
1: I, well, it's just, it's just like you. you do not have me. It was
0: 1969, go. all right? Nice. Nice.
1: Well, i simon and garfunkel man we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see i i I know i know i I think they've had a couple of like sleeper tracks that have just been played for me um and i've been like oh that's a good song i'll look it up and be like, simon and garfunkel what the hell
0: yeah no they were they were an incredible duo so don't worry
1: so we'll see yeah I, i i anticipate this will be i just need something with lyrics these two these two the Garfunks and the Simon we'll see what they do and uh, thank you guys so much for listening we'll be back next week with Simon and Garfunkel Bridge Over Troubled Waters thank you so much good night
0: later